Blind Day. It was a teenage wedding and the old folks wished them well. You could see that Pierre did truly love the mademoiselle. And now the young monsieur and madame have rung the chapel bell. C'est la vie, c'est the old folks, it goes to show you never can tell. This is In the Know for Thursday, February 4, the 35th day of 2021. There are 330 days left in the year. Good morning, MB, guiding you through In the Know at K105. On Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose, live online at K105.com, via the Apple and Android smartphone app, using the SoundCloud or iTunes podcast, on Facebook Watch, on YouTube Live, on Periscope, and the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we will update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. One day closer to Super Bowl 55, that's up on the horizon. Not going to get as cold late in the weekend as originally thought. That's been delayed a little bit. We'll tell you about that. And uh, also just checking on everybody with the weekend funny tweets to see how everyone's doing. That and a whole lot more coming up today here on In the No. Settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire. Here's my beautiful wife, the beautiful girl. It's speech. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? I'm okay. Do I even need to ask you... What you're most looking forward to about the Super Bowl on Sunday? Probably not. Uh, but we can... uh, so, well, uh, I'll ask you. You can identify it to see if any of these are. A uh, new survey says 43% of fans are looking forward to the game itself. 20... You're not in that group, are nope. you? 22% tune in for the commercials. 16% are looking forward to the halftime show. I have a feeling that your favorite part has not been identified yet. What would your favorite part be? It's always the food. The food. That's what I assumed, <laughs> and so I'll try and do my best. She's the pride of Punkin Center, the heiress to the great mini burger fortune. She's Vera Wang's arch nemesis and the professional bargain hunter's woman of the year. She's Misty. Emery. Hey, how's Misty? Great, how are you? Not doing too bad watching some of these headlines. Biden slammed. Uh, Saki makes a you know racial tweet. Uh, it's like wow. Like Fox News has gone on the attack on the Biden administration. I haven't been following along with this. I was just uh, reading ahead. But I have learned some bad news this morning. Um, I think the Tokyo Olympics people are just trying to let me down easily. They have introduced new strict new protocols for the games, which are coming up in uh, July, including physical touch restrictions. They have uh, a ban on physical touch among athletes as part of the the new restrictions. Uh, They will have to be uh, wearing a face mask at all times unless they are sleeping, eating, or at least six feet away from others while outside. Physical contact such as hugs, handshakes, and high fives should be avoided according to the playbook for the Olympics, to which the Greco-Roman wrestling athlete said, why bother to go to the Olympics? How will they treat a sport like wrestling? 
I mean, can't they test them and isolate them two weeks out and test them again and all the stuff to make sure you can continue doing those things? Put them in the Olympic bubble? Yeah, there's a there's a way to go about I that. Hope we've so. we've figured this out. Don't ruin my Olympics. No. I mean, it was bad enough that they weren't in 2020. Please don't let them get Please run out of 2021. Let's have the Olympics. Or they can just have a super Olympics in 2022 and have the winter and the summer at the same time. Or you I could just put a live cam on me and I'll skate. <laughs> <laughs> Roller skating is being considered as an official official Olympic sport. As it should have been. I a just long time uh, ago. want you to be aware. Uh, breezy with rain returning this afternoon. A rain with wind gusts near 30 miles an hour at times into the evening. Snow showers possible as colder air flows into the region for the weekend, and then next week rain and snow chances will uh, be followed by an Arctic blast with bitterly cold temperatures, but that's been delayed. We thought that was coming in Sunday night, but the weather pattern has changed where we're going to get a lot of uh, winds from uh, the west through Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, but then when we'll get our frigid temperatures Wednesday, Thursday, Friday of next week, but that's still a week away. I mean, that could it changed in the last couple of days. Mm -hmm. It could change certainly in the next couple of days and be um, something else. But 100% chance of rain, windy, and uh, kind of yuck this afternoon, high of 47. We'll see a 70% chance of uh, rain tonight, uh, further off to the north, maybe a few snowflakes, but uh, 28 is the low for our area, and partly cloudy and 39 is the high for tomorrow. Going to be a big day in uh, Washington today because that uh, vote is scheduled in the House. Basically, Republicans have to decide. You know what the Democrats are going to do. They're going to rebuke uh, Marjorie Taylor, Tiffany, Amber, Thiessen, Green. Is that all her name? No. She's got a lot of names. I think you left out Sue. <laughs> There's a Sue in there. Uh, she, uh, Marjorie Taylor Green from, <laughs> from Georgia. The politically agonizing vote is expected today, which will determine whether she is stripped of her committee assignments and underscoring tensions over the best political path for the GOP. I, you know, uh, I have I've learned a little bit more over the last 24 hours that some of this crackpot stuff that she's spouting, or it's crackpot stuff in my opinion, um, She's she, these are things from before she was a congressperson. And so if you just take the ABCs and the CNNs of the world if you just take their accounting of it, it's like she went to Washington on January the 6th and then is like poking everyone and saying all of these things. And so there are things, you know, she was on a QAnon podcast and those things. And I'm not forgiving that stuff, but I do want you, I think it's important to know that she's behaving more like a congressperson since she's been in Congress than some of these more far out. Right Now, that doesn't mean that you're credible. All right. That, that, that doesn't mean to me that you're credible. Right. It probably is somewhat revealing about your underlying character on what you think and your beliefs and your but hey, that's kind of up to Georgia. Georgia gets to send to the House of Representatives whoever Georgia wants to send. Mm-hmm. But so long as you don't go up there and, you know, incite riots and you don't uh, you know, you don't break the law and you you can even we've we've had congress people in our country who have uh, certainly not gone with the grain always. So that's up to Georgia to do what they want to do. Now, it's up to a majority of the House on what they want to do with her committee assignments, but I guess I would just like to remind people that she really should be measured with her activity and behavior 
since taking the oath of being a congressperson in Washington. I mean, that's that's really where I've kind of landed on it is she was voted in by people who had the opportunity to vet her, hear these things before, and still choose her. Yeah. So you can't now get to Washington and be policed by your peers because that was the people's choice. Like her or not, that's, uh, that's not – your role in Congress because it's the people's choice. That's the great experiment now, of America. Now, I agree. She has spouted loony lies in her lifetime, but probably so have I. So, you know, that. but Georgia decided that it's Georgia's, Georgia's choice. Right. It's Georgia's choice on whether she remains a part of the House of Representatives, her committees. I don't know. We'll sort of see how it, uh, how it goes. But at the same time, I think Liz Cheney also gets to – I think it took courage for Liz Cheney to vote for the impeachment of the president. I think she knows it's not going anywhere, but right. they're having the yeah. uh, impeachment I mean, trial. As, as long as you're abiding by the law, yep. then each state gets to choose their Looney Tune character. By the way, if you've not seen it, right? Saturday Night Live had a skit called Blue Georgia. And John Krasinski was the host, and he was playing the chief of police in this small Georgia town about as far from Atlanta as you can get. But it basically uh, was showing the juxtaposition how Georgia thinks that it's blue on certain issues, but then someone comes in trying to make them wear masks, and they suddenly start a civil war. And it's just the the, the comparison and contrast between – what Georgia thinks that it is what now, you, yeah. and really what, if you get out into the true parts of Georgia, you know, it's it reminds different. me of that um, piece of wisdom: <laughs> actions speak louder than words. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or maybe on this, actions speak louder than the vote. <laughs> the Grayson County Health Department is expected to receive 300 doses of COVID vaccine this month, uh, in a report that uh, was released yesterday. And the health department staff are currently working their way down the 1B waiting list, which was at 1,800. I think they're maybe working it back down to 1,700. So that's good news uh, that more vaccine will be on the way. Owensboro Health Twin Lakes Medical Center, uh, their updated number is they have administered over 800 doses. Uh, that's 482 first doses and 333 second doses. We talked yesterday about vaccination, more vaccinations being available. Uh, and But we said that it all comes from the state. Does it come to a single point locally and then get distributed? Or is uh, uh, Owensboro, Twin Lakes, and the health department, and then the pharmacies, are they drawing independently? Mm-hmm. Or does it come to, do you know? Um, I'm not for sure. I thought it was coming to the mercantile, and then everybody went and picked it up, right? Like, oh, it better like not be coming to mercantile. the mercantile. Oh, uh, okay. No, I'm not for sure. I didn't ask Josh. I can. He will be on the show again tomorrow. The reason that uh, I wondered is because when we hear various groups announce, well, we're getting more vaccine, mm-hmm. I want to make sure that the the 200 that they're talking about isn't the same 200 that they're talking right. about. Yeah. So hmm. I don't question. I don't know if it's a, you know, no it's all coming from the same place in the state so to speak or it may be being direct delivered to the county but it's got the state seal of approval you know, on it. I I think we can answer that when we go back and look at when the health department was receiving their first doses but they weren't able to go into the nursing homes because that had been contracted with the larger pharmacies. Okay. So their doses couldn't be used there. So that tells me that it is being divvied out in different distribution points. So it's my, it's my not hypothesis. being drawn from the same bucket locally. That that would be my hypothesis. I hope. 
hope that's the case. Uh, the Grayson County Fiscal Court met earlier in the week and um, took up the issue on a couple of roads transitioning one road and a portion of another road in the Falls of Rough to the county road list. Um, you can read about that at K105.com. Not a lot of heavy lifting there, but to, in case you're, you're following that type of thing. But in a subsequent um, issue in that meeting, a Caneyville business owner requested initial approval to move a grave from the property that he recently purchased. Uh, his name is Jeff Perry, and he has property on Caney Creek Road. And uh, according to County Attorney Jeremy Logston, uh, who, who is involved, he says arrangements have been made with an existing cemetery on Rabbit Flat Road to provide a plot for an infant grave. And the infant is, according to the marker, is an infant daughter of Emmy Lehman, who was born uh, and died on June 2nd in either 1794 or 1894. Uh, Jeremy Longston says that it's nearly impossible to tell from the age and condition of the marker. Anyway, it just it really caught my it's like I, you know I know things like this happen yeah. uh, as we go through time and history, and it's the only grave. Um, it's not a cemetery. It's just yeah. you know a family went and buried their uh, infant that they lost, and it that right. that's happened a lot. But as time goes by, and you know property gets used for different things and different owners, and handed right. down through the generations, the challenges involved mm-hmm. with you know preserving a gravesite like that yeah. and relocating and things. Yeah. So it's anyway, I found it to be very interesting, interesting. and didn't really think it um, like I didn't. I mean, I think, oh, well, yeah, of course the county government would be involved in that, yeah. you know, but it's well, you know, like another with, thing that I didn't know that they do. Or they're involved with burying people who have have no family. They're, they become a ward of the state. So that's part right. of the, the fiscal court's job. I found it interesting, interesting. And you can read about it at K105.com mm-hmm. as well. Uh, Governor Bashir won a quick court order yesterday to temporarily block a new law that he argues would dangerously weaken the state's response to the pandemic. Hours after an initial court hearing, a judge issued a restraining order to halt one of the three new laws being challenged by Governor Bashir. Uh, Franklin County Circuit Judge Philip Shepard said the law could create chaos and undermine measures intended to combat the deadly disease. He ordered that the law be delayed until he hears more arguments in the case. Shepard's ruling adds a new wrinkle to Bashir's showdown with Republican lawmakers over the extent of his executive powers to order coronavirus-related restrictions. Uh, responding to the judge's order, the governor said it will keep in place the difficult but necessary steps. Uh, Stivers and Osborne weighed in and said that um, they want to review the judge's order to better understand his rationale. Stivers welcomed the judge's lack of immediate action on the other two GOP-backed laws. Yeah, don't call him an incompetent hack, whatever you do. That doesn't end well for you mm-hmm. when uh, when people do that. But it is interesting how this judge, mm-hmm. we, we talk about the, the super circuit. How can one judge be so involved mm-hmm. in so many things related to state government, legislative body, executive branch, etc.? Why should your ability to get elected in Franklin County to the circuit court mm-hmm. be so valuable that it impacts me in Grayson County? I might like my circuit court judge mm-hmm. to be able to weigh in on these things. I mean, so, this goes back to us talking about Georgia chose this woman who many of us are going – we wouldn't want Georgia to have all of the court cases for America. Brilliant idea. We're just one person short 
of our ability to create a petition to have the state capital moved to Grayson County. Like Litchfield could become the state capital. If we could just find, we'll get Sam in on it. Sam will come over and sign the, because apparently it only takes four to do things. <laughs> and so we'll, we'll, that way we get our judges yeah. and they get to choose. I mean, I have multiple personalities. I don't know if that helps if Sam's <laughs> out, right? Me too. So, I mean. A group of Kentucky parents are suing several public school districts seeking to put an end to online learning and return students to classrooms in person nearly one year. After the coronavirus pandemic forced schools to pivot to virtual or hybrid models, the plaintiffs include parents in Boone County, but parents from Fayette and Jefferson counties were expected to join the suit in the coming weeks. I am I'm kind of marveling. Oh, good. Okay, okay. Well, there you go. I'm, right? I, I don't have to use Colonel Sherman after all. <laughs> 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 but I would have signed it with the. By T. the way, I forgot to tell you yesterday that. Colonel Sherman Potter's middle initial is actually T. Oh, okay. He would go little Sherman yeah. T. Potter, and they called him. His wife called him Sherm for short. So, see, this really does kind of work. It's catching. I haven't decided <laughs> if it's going to stick or not, but uh, at least I've got more ammunition to to decide. Um, I haven't learned to spell it yet. So hold on. <laughs> uh, you know, definitely here in rural parts of Kentucky, there have been challenges for educators, for parents, for students, etc. But when I see areas like San Francisco where their students haven't been in the school building since March, it gives me a different perspective on the real challenges for we, – we, we hear the Biden uh, then campaign people talking about getting our kids back to school. Well, I mean, here in Kentucky, at least half the week, we kind of – think, well, our kids are kind of back at school. So I think I also don't appreciate what it's like for parents in Boone, Jefferson, Fayette, some of those other counties that aren't on an A-B schedule. And because of their populace, they've been really stuck on virtual or NTI learning. Mm -hmm. So my point is, is that, yeah, it's not great in Grayson and surrounding counties, but it's not as bad as some other counties and certainly some other states right. in the so I'm not surprised that we're seeing a lawsuit like this is my point. Our mileage is varying a little bit mm -hmm. here um, between the twin lakes. A legislative panel took no action on impeachment petitions against the governor and attorney general after meeting behind closed doors for more than three and a half hours yesterday once the lawmakers reconvened in public. The House Impeachment Committee chairman said that motions filed in conjunction with the petition seeking the ouster of Attorney General Daniel Cameron would be denied, and a follow-up committee meeting was not immediately announced, and Jason Nemus, the, um, the chairman of that impeachment committee, to decline to take questions from reporters afterward. So, more later, I assume. Again. I think they got other things to do. Mm -hmm. Kentucky's top health official. Oh, yeah. Don't be having a Super Bowl spreader, a Super Bowl super spreader on Sunday. You've been warned by Dr. Stephen Stack. Okay. And Dr. Fauci said lay low and chill out, which I might be code for Netflix and chill, but I'm not sure if that's the same thing. I'm kind of at the end of Netflix already. <laughs> you had to pick up Prime. There's a whole new well to that's draw true. from. Yeah. Like I yeah. get started. Here's the here's sidebar. Okay. Why are so many of the Netflix shows in other languages coming well, coming through my stream? But I, they that's but, my biggest problem. But they give me the description in English. 
Don't, yeah. have, don't have to respond. Just saying, I roll. So we'll, it tricked me. We'll pick this up later at a more appropriate time, but it's exactly why I stopped watching Money Heist before the end. Okay. Because I can't stand, I can't stand that they're speaking. Mm. It's been overdubbed. So the actors are speaking Spanish, but then it's been overdubbed in English over it, and well, it makes that. me so Just, mad. Yeah, I had no problem with that, but it drives him nuts. Well, yeah, but you don't look at the screen most of the time when you're watching Netflix. I can't read that fast because I'm ADD. I'm like, i got to read it six times before I even know what it's... All right, a couple of pieces of new legislation that I'm assigning to everyone as homework. Okay. All right, it's new to me. I don't know fully how I feel about it, and I don't know enough about it to have a foundational belief system on this. The headline says, a second shot... At keys money for convicted felons is being proposed. Mm -hmm. All right. So, again, I don't know a lot. I've read some of the talking points on it. I think the way I am this moment, if I have to decide, I'm going to be for that. If you didn't use them when they were available to you the first round. I'm not not for follow-up keys money for you. But if you, for whatever reason, didn't cash yours in, they were they were earmarked for you when you came out of high school. And if you didn't use them and you chose the wrong path and you want to come back later and say, I'd like to take advantage of that to better myself, I think on the merits of that, I would be for that. But, again, sometimes there's an underlying... If I use the – okay, so with your FAFSA money – By the way, the guy on the screen is not a felon. He's the guy, he's, okay. a, fresh, okay. he's okay. a freshman lawmaker proposing <laughs> the legislation. I was like, hi-ho, <laughs> you know who you are, but welcome to the show. It's Killian Timoney from okay. Lexington. Killian Timoney. <laughs> who is a former educator I or hope he's maybe wearing, still an educator. I hope he's wearing a kilt. He looks Scottish. <laughs> okay, so with the FAFSA, you can – with some felonies, you can still use the FAFSA, right? Yeah, as far as I know. Okay. Yeah, I don't, so yeah. if we have already agreed to allow that, then the keys money would make sense. You would just use that framework and say, we're allowing some felons the shot at using their federal student aid. Now we're just going to allow them to use the state federal aid. Okay. I mean, I'm not saying I'm for it or against. I'm just saying that I that need would to know more. Like, My point yeah, is, I need, need to know more like before the, I can the, say the pattern would continue. I might say I like the I like the, I like what you're trying to do here, but I might nip and tuck over here and modify. Now, in a I'll call this a second cousin bill to okay. that one. All right. A legislation would raise the threshold at which a theft becomes a felony. And that has cleared a House committee as of yesterday. We are out of line with the way things that are valued now. If It doesn't take very much to find something that's worth $500 that you may steal. Do we really in 2021 still want to call that a felony with the penalties involved? Like. You well, see what again, I'm saying? Again, the framework is there is inflation, cost of living in so many areas of our life. Why wouldn't that bleed over into law? What used yeah. to be worth $500 is now worth, you know, a whole lot less. Yeah. So, so I, I do think modification of those values might yeah. be because, uh, listen, we've all made dumb mistakes and we've all made dumb mistakes when we were youthful. Uh, mine was never stealing $500 or more from anyone, but I know that some people did. Do we want to label, do we really want them to label those folks as felons for the rest of their lives and limit their abilities to, and I don't know the answer to that. I'm saying this is a question that we need to ask when we consider these types of things. Yeah. I mean, but, you know, theft is wrong. And 
you shouldn't do it, and et cetera, et cetera. Uh, I didn't think I would live long enough to see a U.K. basketball team that is this bad. You know, I, 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 I'm not one of those people that says that they have to win the national championship every year and they have to go to the Final Four every year, et cetera, et cetera. But really, I, I marvel at how bad a team that was proposed to be, like in the offseason, wow, this team's going to be good and da-da-da-da-da, and they got so much length and title contender. I just I, I cannot believe they are this bad. Yeah. Like, it, it's a head-scratcher. We just it's, don't understand. Lost I mean, at Missouri again last night. With everything that's going on. I guess, yeah, it's probably got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got more on the way here on In the Know. We all say that we'll quit someday. When a ship comes in, we'll just sail away. We'll just blow smoke. Today is Rosa Parks Day. We'll just blow smoke. It is Thank a Letter Carrier Day today. Out here go. Thank you, letter carriers. Mm-hmm. You can keep the junk mail, though. Could you sort through that for me, vet it, and then just keep? Yeah, just keep the... Although, I got some of that... One of those junk mail bundles the other day, and I was a little afraid that some real mail had gotten in there because mm-hmm. I've been waiting on something in particular. And so, normally my go-to move... By the way, if you spend money on that crap, just know you're not getting me because, like, I'm just going right in the garbage. But then I don't want to throw away, you know, mm-hmm. my Trump bucks. We still call them that? Are they still Trump bucks if they come in the mail? I'm going to go yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. I'm going to tell Sam, that shot on me is too tight. All right. We, yeah. I, I can't look at it. For the, I can't look at it for the whole segment. <laughs> yeah. It's too tight. It's it way tighter than your all's. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Yeah. That's better. Yeah. There you go. Right. Thank you. Uh, I was like, ooh, I'm getting a zit. I mean, you know, <laughs> you hate your forehead. I hate my nose. She hates her cheeks. So, it's not my, Amen. It's when not you forehead. zoom in like that. It's that's, hard. That's, it's hard to look at yourself and go. It's kind of like those makeup mirrors. For an mirrors. entire hour. It's kind of like those makeup mirrors that you all use. That yeah. It was already hard moon. on the audience. Don't accentuate the <laughs> negatives. People might be trying to eat brunch. <laughs> Don't make anybody throw up in their mouth it's because also, you got my shot too tight. It's also, <laughs> it's also homemade soup day. Oh, I do love today. Mm -hmm. I do love to make soups. By the way, if your homemade soup is more like closer to a stew Mm -hmm. consistency, then we're going to be closer friends. If you're brothy, yeah. If you're brothy, you and I aren't going to really agree on on matters of the soup. Yeah, no, I'm not a big brothy lover. I like a chowder for the soul or for the belly. No. (laughs) (laughs) Remember that whole that whole franchise that chicken soup for the. the, Yes. Woman solve. Really yeah, I mean, are, yeah. I'm yeah. saying that has that been 20 years now since that really was a big thing? I guess. Probably. Peeps. Oh, the week and funny tweets. <laughs> I was thinking yesterday, like, we haven't done the week and funny tweets. We need to get on that because I, I've kind of come to enjoy it. But I got to tell you, I, some of them are a little like, eh. We might have overtweeted. Throughout the course of the last few months. You know what it is, though? What is it? A lot of people decided to get sober for New Year's, and they're, they're holding on to those resolutions. And y'all not near as funny sober, even though I'm a proponent of sobriety. Got it. Got You're it. not as funny. Uh, the Weekend Funny tweets from parents 
uh, at Professional War, uh, Warrior, Professional Warrior said, as a mother, my favorite pastime is having my performance critiqued by people who depend on me for their survival. That's the truth. It is weird to, like, your yeah. children try and undermine the way you do something yeah. when it's like, well, okay, do yeah. it yourself. Hey, wait, I need your help. Don't bite the hand that feeds you. Are you still alive? Je- <laughs> Jesse says, you can't make me cry. You're not my daughter's second grade math homework. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Math's different these days. And we know what Barbie said. <laughs> math is hard. Richard Dean says, I'm not saying that asking your kids to clean will always make things worse, but I asked my four-year-old to clean his muddy shoes and found him standing naked in a full bathtub, polishing them with his toothbrush. That makes total sense. I love this. At 44, that makes sense to me. (laughs) I would laugh at that kid. I would, yeah, give me that kid. No scolding. Yeah, I like that. Three-time daddy says, I know there are parents out there who are struggling right now, but don't worry. Your toddler will be able to put their stupid gloves on all by themselves one day. Yeah, I'm going to go with I still struggle. Me too. <laughs> you have to figure out where the thumbs go. Yeah. Which side? Right? Mm-hmm. And then I always end up with the little piece of felt that's for the smartphone on the top of this finger. Like, how did I do that? Alea's, how did I even do that? Alea has mastered this cold weather season the, the thumbs on the long sleeves trick. So, you know, of course, she'll be five in mm-hmm. April, but it's really, she, she kind of was like getting it a little bit last winter, but now when she knows that the jacket has to go on, mm-hmm. she mm-hmm. grabs those grabs those sleeves and holds them with her thumbs, and then because you should catch her on a day when she forgets to do that and the sleeves go up to the elbows, it's not a pretty Whoa. sight. It's zero to no, 60. She gets mad. Like a Corvette. <laughs> <laughs> it, it does. <laughs> I mean, I do. It does have good take-up speed, yes, without a doubt. Uh, Real Life Mommy says, parenting is a lot like, is a lot of shouting things like, if you get yourself stuck in a box, you're not allowed to move until I get a picture. I can see that. We are wanting to document our, you never know when it might be the million-dollar photo. You never know when it might be the thing that you get to license. Yes. To all of the companies, to all the meme companies around the world. So true. A few of the weekend funny tweets from parents. Uh, Z-Way, Z-I-W-E says, once COVID is over, in quotation marks, is starting to feel a lot like I'll pay you back tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I owe you suck. And Blair Erskine says, a friend FaceTimed me without warning today, and I have since cut this friend fully out of my life forever. You do have to be ready for the FaceTime. You know, when the, when, I mean, even, uh, you know, Beej wants to FaceTime you. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you're, you're. Do I have to do, can we just have a phone call? You know what happens? It turns into a hot potato. You're like, ooh, 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 ooh. I, I am not a FaceTimer. No, I but don't. occasionally Alea will want to FaceTime yeah. or whatever. And so when I go, like, I rarely ever FaceTime so that the, when the weird FaceTime request comes through, it's I say, I say, what's happening? Yeah. Well, like occasionally my friend Darren sometimes will hit the wrong button and it'll be instead of call, it'll be FaceTime yeah. call. I'm like, why do we have to FaceTime? Yeah. Can't we just talk on the phone? Mm-hmm. I don't need to see you. I, have a daughter I love you, but I don't have to see you. Only FaceTime. I have one daughter who uh, we don't know if she's still alive. 
if you're out there, send a pigeon carrier or something. Like, she never calls. Mm-hmm. I have one who FaceTimes me all day long. All day. And I love her. I love that she wants to stay in touch, but it's through the FaceTime. That's where I get the zoned in nose, and I'm like, oh, that lighting really does a lot for us in the studio. But, but <laughs> knowing, okay, is the so I, serum. by the way, I know who the FaceTimer is. Uh-huh. All right. So I'm asking you, mm-hmm. do you find that the FaceTiming gives said child too much context that leads to 40 more questions? Then if you were just having a phone call, you could keep it more contained to the business of the day that needed to be addressed. No, with her, I love the fact that she FaceTimes me. Okay. But for her being able to see me, it calms down the questions. It, I don't get the, what are you doing? Which room are you in? Where are you at? Okay. Are you okay? Are you safe? Where is dad? Like once she can scan. All right. Okay, so the panic in so her. That makes sense. Yeah, so that's why she has FaceTimed, and, and, I, and I love seeing her face. I wish my other kids wanted to spend as much time with me on FaceTime as she does. It runs both ways also, though, because yeah. you get to see you get to see what her context is. Yes, yes. You know, and where she is and who yeah. she's associating with at that mm-hmm. particular moment. And well, so. If she's cleaning her room or making her bed well, or whatever. Well, she likes to show me because she's doing that. But the other day, she grabbed <laughs> something and pulled it off the nightstand. And I said, <laughs> what, what you got? And she had, you know, Crystals are a big thing, you know, like they sell them at the, the Ross and the TJ Maxx and all this stuff. These yeah. kids love these crystals. And she had, and she knows that I'm not a fan of that witchcraft. Put that garbage in the garbage where it goes. I'm a Christian. I don't buy into your, your crystal theories. They're not calming your soul. You need to look to Jesus. So she knew I would have some words about that. And she was like, well, my friend bought for my birthday. I'm like, <coughs> my friend. But she rocks right. in the family. garbage. I don't Can buy into it. That's her. all right. I've blamed all kinds of stuff on her father over the years. So don't worry about it. Well, he's like, what's what's up with the rocks? What's, what's like, yeah, but I mean, it, it's all right. She she wants to blame yeah. a friend for bu- buying those. Her husband suffered far worse at my hands anyway. Because you know, sometimes I go to bed and go, it wasn't crystal it was rock. Jason. It wasn't crystal meth. I'm going, I'm crystal rocks sleep. better than crystal meth. I'm going to go to sleep right <laughs> so, now. Myself, right? <laughs> Peeps announces new Easter treats for 2021. Peeps trying to get back in its lane. Uh, it's having giant bunnies for this year and also Peeps filled delights. So uh, it's you do all the Easter things you want to do. That's Turn right. all your tricks on Easter. You can. Uh, that's right. Yes. You, you focus on Easter, and yes. we're going to be good. We'll be fine with that. Hostess has new mini bunt cakes and cinnamon swirl and lemon drizzle flavors. Oh, I love bunt cakes. I love lemon. All right. Uh, Costco has candy grapes now, and fans are saying that they're better than cotton candy grapes. Uh, so first off, I didn't know there were cotton candy grapes. I've heard of them. I've never had them. And um, yeah, it it's. Like but now, um, but it's just really they're super sweet. sweet green grapes with a taste that's been compared to cotton candy and can be found in many stores. And now Costco has their actual grapes, but they, they're so delicious, they say they taste like candy and not regular grapes. Mm. And uh, a Florida man arrested with a state of Florida tattooed on his forehead in his mugshot. If you've not seen this, you must. <laughs> Listen, I understand loving your state. It's solid work. I understand being proud of where you come from. Uh-huh. I'll presume that he was born in Florida. Let's hope. <laughs> Let's hope he wasn't born somewhere else and just decided on the Florida tattoo between the eyes. But it's also, it it's really a twofer tattoo because mm-hmm. it looks like a pistol, but it's also the state of Florida. It looks like a janky knife with a handle. 
Well, it, it, it can be that or a boomerang that's seen as better days or, I mean, it can be it can be all kinds of things. If but you, Sam, if you could turn his picture 180, <laughs> let's see what we can make out of it then, right? <laughs> and uh, this headline, a study says adults age 20 to 49 are the biggest COVID-19 spreaders in the United States. Please tell me we didn't spend money on this study. You we, know we did. We already knew. <laughs> You know we did. We already knew adults 20 to 49 were the biggest spreaders of COVID-19. We didn't need to put any money in the jukebox for this. we got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got more on the way. Hang around. You're on in the know. Is there a comment that constantly goes, I got a woman way over town that's good to me. Oh, yeah. Kanye may need us to listen to Gold Digger more in the future. (laughs) Need some more residuals after he and Kim go their separate ways. Didn't you know, despite the fact that we produce all of the bourbon in the world, well, they try and say we produce 95% of the bourbon in the world, but if you're a Kentuckian, we produce 100% of it because bourbon is only made in Kentucky. But despite that, the official state drink of Kentucky is milk. Just for me. Milk is the official drink of the state of Kentucky. I mean, I know that we we've lost a lot of our dairy farms. We have passed probably, and actually, California for a while was the highest, one of the highest milk production. Yeah. So, to my knowledge, I wonder how updated that study is. Like, are are, do we have fewer dairy farms, obviously producing that much milk, or is it because it all comes to Bell Cheese? Maybe I just think that that's the that's uh, an agreed upon drink that we. You know, there are a lot of people that say, well, no, I don't drink bourbon, so I don't want bourbon to be the official state drink of Kentucky. But I will say this, whether you want it to be bourbon or you want it to be milk, let's just agree and praise the Lord that it's not AL8. Or I was going to say, can we all just agree that it's not Kool-Aid and we're thankful that it's not Kool-Aid? Or ski. <laughs> I mean, I'd rather have ski or AL8 than but AL8. Kool-Aid. Ale eight though is a is, is completely Kentucky, mm-hmm. bottled here, like made here, bottled here, invented here. Uh-huh. You know, True. Mount, comes from Mount Sterling, uh-huh. et cetera. So it, it like is a Kentucky it was a drink. Contender. Okay, all right. But I'm just glad. Like, no, stay with the milk. <laughs> Ale eight, huge fan. Bleh. Every night. Bleh. Yeah, my husband does too. He loves milk. You right? are familiar with the classic. 1980, uh, it was actually filmed in 79, it was the 88, 1980 Super Bowl when it really took off. The Coca-Cola the Coca-Cola commercial with Mean Joe Green and the kid. Yes, I do remember that. So as we roll into this iconic uh, commercial, television commercial season, mm-hmm. we're kind of hearkening back to some of the commercials that have really taken flight. You know, Apple introduced the Macintosh and that famous, you know, there's just so many, the what, and the, you know, just all the catchphrases that have grown out of commercials. But, hey, kid, (laughs) you know, or, so Mean Joe Green, hey, Mean Joe, you want my Coke? So they did an interview with Mean Joe Green back some time ago, but he says that he drank 24 Cokes 
during one day of filming, finishing each bottle in just a few gulps, it took them three days to film that spot because of, he said, of the number of times that he had to go to the men's room. Coca-Cola says there was bad weather involved in the shoot. And he said, between me belching and going to the men's room, it took three days to film this. I mean, his belly had to hurt. It, you know it did. My it gosh. had to. So the, it was a Clio award-winning commercial. But so Mean Joe Green, he he was like, he was feared. That's one of yeah. the reasons that they wanted him. That it completely reshaped his public persona that throughout the rest of his life, Little kids were no longer afraid of him. Fans weren't afraid to engage him. And everywhere he would go, people would offer him a Coke. I hope he actually liked the Coke. Well, he liked the commercial. And I'm hoping this was after they stopped putting cocaine in Coke. Yeah, it was was after. Uh, But the hey kid catch is kind of a catchphrase, you know, because, I mean, so... So if you've never seen it, he's rebuffed in the beginning. The kid's trying to get his attention, and he's, you know, going back to the locker room. And then he says, you want my Coke? And so he turns around and grabs it and just downs it. And so as he's walking away, he takes his jersey off his shoulder, says, hey, kid, catch. And he throws him the jersey. And the kid says, wow, thanks, Mean Joe. All right. So, I mean, that's kind of an indelible um mark that's left on us but it it's how one commercial changed the way that a, a world saw mm-hmm. an athlete mm-hmm. um and then gave us you know catchphrases but it's as the well. power of marketing to persuade absolutely you. yeah so there's there he is oh yeah yeah you can have it nah, what a cute nah. kid. and he yeah. says yeah where's that kid now right uh, oh he's Here playing in the nfl no he's not uh so I don't know that these stories are connected, but so we go from Mean Joe Green and the iconic Coca-Cola commercial to this headline that's a little scary. Cardi B switches outfits with the Wayne's World cast in a Super Bowl ad. Oh, okay. Now, I'm not afraid of seeing Cardi B wearing Garth's clothes. All right. But I I am a little afraid of seeing... (laughs) Dana Carvey wear Cardi B's clothes. Yeah, me too. Kind of excited about it. <laughs> Talk he's, about something you'll never forget. He's so muffin, all right. <laughs> like, wow, thanks, Mean Joe. Wow, thanks, Cardi, Cardi B. B? <laughs> I mean, uh, whoa. Uh, yeah, let's. Um, so I don't. I'm trying not to see any of the commercials before Sunday because I like to, you know, see them for the first time during the game. But uh, I will be paying attention to see what Wayne Campbell looks like wearing a G-string and such. No, I think I'll be in the kitchen during that. we got to get to a break. We'll come back, finish it up for the morning here on MNO. 17 years ago today. So I would ask you, I would ask us all, how much of our last 17 years have been spent devoted to to a something connected to the Facebook? Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. As it was yeah, known 17 years ago today. Yeah. Uh, there's no way to put a meter on it, but it will be interesting to see in the end, like at the end of either your life or at the end of Facebook, it would be interesting to get a cumulative total yeah. that said you were on Facebook or you were doing something on Facebook 
two years, like cumulative. You know, all they do that, how much time you spend brushing your teeth in your lifetime and all that. It would be. Now, there are some of those. There are some people on Facebook that seem to never go home. I understand Facebook goes home with them. I get it. But you know how. You know how in real world or what mm-hmm. used to be we what we called the real world, you'd go places and people were always there, like Norm. Mm-hmm. You know, like 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 Norm on Cheers. He's always on the corner of at the bar on right. Cheers. Right. There are those Facebookers. Mm-hmm. You can depend on them. I love those. Those yeah, that's actually yeah. my favorite. Yeah. I'm I, it's good to know that somebody's going to be there when you show up in the virtual no, world. No, no, wait a minute. I don't necessarily just mean the ones that are there to do things that you like. Yeah. I just mean there are those people that you clearly, you, you see their activity and yeah. uh, all their things go, they're active. Yeah. yeah. They're very active. It can be good. It can be bad. I think, you know, at the end, I'm thankful for Facebook because I've been able to connect with so many people I would have never had another conversation with in my life. My family is massive, Mm -hmm. massive. Both of my parents have 11 brothers, sisters. So does my father-in-law. My mother-in-law's three. I got a lot of first cousins. I had to to make for sure Jason and I were not relatives so we could date. You know, I mean, that's how many cousins I have. So I'm thankful. But here's the problem with people who are saying right now, Facebook's. You're using it wrong. Go in I and agree. curate your wall. Yes. You can shut people off. Yes. There's or a little. You little can at least snooze them. Yes, yeah, snooze them. You don't have to unfriend them. They'll never know. Mm-hmm. Just turn them off your wall. Clean it up and leave the people on you like. I, um, yeah, that's my, I think what I, I think my, my point to the ponderance was, I hope that we spend the next 17 years doing it better because we spun into a place. Yeah. I, I, I agree in that 2009, 2010, mm-hmm. like in that time, like it was a very exciting place, you know, and new friendships and, and, and to be clear, um, Christy and I know one another because of Facebook. Right. All right. Because of a it's suggestion. True. And so it's the foundation of our friendship. And so it, it, it so all other things in re, in reality are built Upon that, mm-hmm. but I, in my, since 2015 and into the presidential election of 2016, mm-hmm. social media has gone to a place where I really don't want to be, I, I, I want to be involved in it less because I also found like it was, I found it being too pervasive into, into life. And to, to be completely, to be 100% honest Rather than me, if I have a quip or a funny joke or a – like if I have that from within me that I want to share, professionally I am compensated. Like my, our livelihoods depend upon me doing it here mm-hmm. in this space mm-hmm. rather than – you see, so I have yeah. also had to evaluate. Yeah, but that you're, right? you're one in 27,000 people. Yeah, I mean, there's three, literally three and twenty seven thousand people in this county that have the opportunity to do that. So that's right. I get it. And I'm and I'm better for my my Facebook friends and content that they share with me that I adapt to my own a lot of times that I love their humor. I just had to kind of evaluate it and mm-hmm. say, where does this fit? Like, what is it that I'm supposed to accomplish with my life and how much of it is being encouraged by social media and how much of it is being 
hindered with social media. And I got to a place where I realized it was too much a part of what I was doing. And now we st- we're using it right now. I am looking yeah. at it <laughs> right now in front of me, but it's us on it. So it's for audience engagement and development and all those things is very important. And I didn't really intend to start on a long monologue about Facebook, um, but it's the 17-year anniversary of it. So it's here to stay, yeah. but I just want us as a society to do better. We've been very unbridled, yeah. and now I think we're taming the Mustang, and you know we're going to be better about it. I think we already are once we got rushed <laughs> off the Facebook. I don't know if that's a Mustang sound, but that's the best horse I've got. Well... She's this if I don't, so I don't, if I don't go near a strip mine, I'll be okay. Uh, <laughs> Celebrity Wheel of Fortune on ABC tonight. It says that it's Drew Carey, Terry Hatcher, and Chrissy Metz, but I've already seen that one, so it's either a rerun or they've got it wrong. On Lifetime, the season six premiere of Married at First Sight Australia, and on the season on History Channel, season twelve premiere of Swamp People. I would really propose a mashup of those Swamp People Married at First Sight. I, that would be better for me. I think that would be great. I think that's uh, appointment television right there. Watch a lot of, like a lot of reality TV, but that is not something that I would watch. Today's highlight in history, this day, 1945, President Franklin D. Roosevelt, Prime Minister Winston Churchill, and Soviet leader Joseph Stalin began a wartime conference at Yalta. Yalta? All right. Yalta it is. Uh... Let's see, birthdays today. Dan Quayle is 74. He's going to have some mashed potatoes today. Alice Cooper is 73. Lawrence Taylor is 62. Clint Black is 59 today. He'll celebrate his birthday by killing time. Rob Cordry is 50 today. Oscar De La Hoya is 48. Gavin DeGraw is 44. Chart toppers today. Of course, Bill Haley and the Comet. See you later, alligator. Number one in 1959. Mm-hmm. Were you all tired of that playing in the background? I sure was. I'm trying to be good over here. I'm trying to sit over here and show you the manners I've learned over 13 years of Facebook usage. <laughs> 1965. There are Facebook manners. There, there are manners that yes. you need on Facebook that you don't need in the rest of uh, life. Yeah. Keep your opinions to yourself. Unless we're paying you, keep your opinions to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> well, Petula Clark was number one in 65, by the way. Dolly, number one this date in 1974. Toto Africa in 83. Don't Let the Sun Go Down on Me, George Michael in 92. Jennifer Lopez, Love Don't Cost a Thing in 01. Catch a TikTok in 2010. And Halsey, without me, number one, two years ago today. So there you go. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. This, this kind of uh, struck me. Uh, MB's Pearl of Wisdom. Experience is what you get when you don't get what you want. Experience is what you get when you don't get what you want. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Misty Thomas, for Beej, 